Welcome. You're listening to the Voice of Vedanta podcast from the Vedanta Society of Southern California. Visit us on the web at vedanta.org. Om <clears throat> Sri Krishna Sanitta Shakam Rama Krishna Dibbushutam Mayati Teshakutikam Anantabhava Sangjuktam Apurvagana Shagaram Rama Krishna Mayanganatam Shanti Dayakashanidhim Brahmananda Saravari Kridantang Raja Hangshakam Rama Krishna Kripa Patrang Tannamam Ritadayakam Hridayuranjanang Bande Maharaja Rajesharam Sri Rama Krishna Parsadang Bande Sri Brahmananda Swaminam Om Shanti 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 Hi I salute and praise Sri Brahmananda Swami, the spiritual son of Sri Ramakrishna, is dancing in the Vrindavana, taking the form of a cowherd boy, eternal friend of Sri Krishna, the divine child of Sri Ramakrishna, who is beyond all Maya and belong to the group of Ishwarakati, absorbed in the infinite moods of spirituality, ocean of infinite knowledge, whose heart is melted with Sri Ramakrishna and brings peace to the humanity. That Swami Brahmananda salute. Is playing in the ocean, in the lake of Brahmananda, like a great swan, and his name redeems the suffering and brings eternal peace. Is the solace of the heart, delight of our heart, that Maharaj, the King of Kings, we salute that Sri Ramakrishna. Apostle of Sri Ramakrishna, Sri Yurhami Brahmananda. Today we are, our subject is Brahmananda Swami and his brother disciples. Actually, <coughs> Swami Brahmananda, as you all know, is in our heart. This center is particularly more deeply connected with Maharaj. Maharaj Rajeshwaram. Actually, Swami Prabhuvananda Ji, founder of this center, is to say, actually, Maharaj rules this center. He is just uh, in the, apparently, he is in the front, but everything is conducted by Maharaj, and he used to feel like that. And even it is said that Swami Brahmananda sitting in India, he understands what is going on everywhere. Such a spiritual force, that is Sami Brahmananda. And we find that it is unique, that Sri Ramakrishna was born, it is called in the 
white part of the moon in the second tithi of Falgun. And we find that Maharaj was born in only another month different. The same, what we call the lunar positions of the sun, a moon and other things. And they become the spiritual son and one becomes the spiritual father. Great, great incarnations come. God incarnates. In the language of Sri Ramakrishna, he said, that when God comes in the human form, if one sees God in the human form, then only the devotees can generate love for him. That's why that is, that is the only time when they can create a relationship like brother, sister, father, mother, child. And they learn how to fall in affection with them. God becomes little and plays in the divine play only to extract the love of the devotees. That is Sri Ramakrishna said in one place. I am translating the words. And also Sri Ramakrishna said, why do you know why this human incarnation and this divine play of energy human body? Because through this one can listen the words of the Lord and the Lord enjoys the bliss being in the human frame. So when he comes, he brings his apostles. The apostles come to carry on the mission of, of the Lord himself. And the power of all the apostles is so tremendous that they rule the country, rule the world at different phases of life and phases of time period. So one day at Baranagar, they, Sri Ramakrishna, how he brought this bond and make these people whom we see before us as apostles of the avatar incarnation. They built his life, Sri Ramakrishna, built their life. They are special selected people. They are not ordinary people. We are born by our own samaskaras, by our own impulses. And we are act according to, we wipe out our karma by good action and with bad, by bad action we also add our bad karmas. But this incarnation brings these special people for his mission to fulfill. They are ever pure. They are ever pure by their very nature. But they come only for the good of humanity to carry on the mission of the master. And the Sri Ramakrishna created this bond, particularly when he started in Dakshineshwar. That was the collection. He collected these people. One by one, people come to know, Narin, Rakhal, these, that, one by one, they are coming and assembling. It becomes more solidified, centering on the love of Ramakrishna. They more become united when gradually in the Shampukur, 
where Sri Ramakrishna after throat cancer was moved there. And lastly, in Kashipur garden house, where he bonded these apostles into deep connection of eternal love and fraternity, centering around the one ideal of God realization. No other purpose of life, only one purpose, and that is God realization. And there we find that they, Sri Ramakrishna then, as we know, Sri Ramakrishna then ultimately, because of the cancer, he was giving up his body. But he was giving the responsibility to Naren. It's a great mission, started there itself. Naren gave the responsibility to Naren and he said that you are most intelligent among all these boys. And I'll not be here. You take care of them and keep them in one bondage and love. And that was Vivekananda's another great mission. And that created this whole tradition of Ramakrishna movement. But how they, it, it, it has its own price. To create this bond, they had to renounce everything. And that Sri Ramakrishna did it by its unique personality, unique spiritual attraction. They were all drawn towards Sri Ramakrishna. But after Sri Ramakrishna passed away, to bring, to hold on to that friendship and bondage, eternal friendship, that is one unique affair which is we can be entrusted to two great souls, Swami Vivekananda and then Swami Brahmananda. Swami Vivekananda, after that, inspired everyone. When they left home, we all know the history. After Sri Ramakrishna is passing away, then they all left home, left for their home because they are some are student and some parents were very antagonistic to coming to this uh, Sri Ramakrishna and uh, even they are very much bothered with the Sri Ramakrishna's presence. Eh? Somebody said that I prayed how much I, uh, to Mother Kali. That's why uh, that guy is gone now. <laughs> Sri Ramakrishna's death was a joy to him because his son was getting entangled in with, the, with this mad guy Ramakrishna. And giving up his education and other things. So we find that after Sri Ramakrishna was passing away, it was a great job. And we know that Swami Vivekananda got the uh, dream or vision to collect all these young boys together and assemble them together in the Baranagar monastery. And what a tremendous austere period they went on. But their they grew into the greater depth of friendship. Though there is hunger, though there is no material benefit, even food was uncertain, clothing was very little, meager. One set of cloth was there, which they used to use when outside gentlemen come to visit them. They used to have some, some copinum, uh, lion cloth, and they used to live in that lion cloth itself, in the monastery itself. One room is there, when someone visiting person comes, they one hanging cloth they used to use to meet the people. So as was the level of poverty. But what a tremendous spiritual force was created there after being in, involved, all of them getting involved into the deep practice of spiritual awakening. 
and there we find that they are day and night absorbed in god intoxicated mood for doing japa meditation prayer study of the scriptures and the whole world is forgotten as it were and in that incident one time one day there is a story that one day at the baranagar monastery maharaj rakhal noren and others they were all there but it came to the thought that let us test together that how sri ramakrishna looks after us or not so maharaj and others decided that we will not go for begging or anything today so we'll all sit and they made a resolution all sat together in their japa or meditation the whole day passed and they said i will not, not request any devotee to bring any food or anything just we'll see what happens if we whether whether sri ramakrishna is there is he still looking after us or is there any uh, impossibility so we can test that and then actually whole day passed they were only doing prayers and meditation and japa evening came and it is becoming late they thought anyhow they forgot but they are engrossed in their meditation but suddenly at a little late in the night and someone is knocking at the door and some vivekananda and told brahmananda maharaj was also there he told somebody to go and find who is knocking the door if he has brought any food or not <laughs> and it was surprisingly they opened the door and they found that uh, one man came with a good amount of food in a tray and carrying a tray from the nearby one temple it is called lala babu babu's temple there lala baba lal baba lal baba was a uh, saint and he uh, went into himalayas and they have a branch maybe in nearby uh, this kashipur garden i didn't know that but there the tray and surprised that they came with a full plate of very delicious meal and then they and sami vivekananda see see how sri ramakrishna protects us we think that we have to steal his love is protecting us so that is the way and they offered it to the asim sri ramakrishna and then they took prasad so baranagar monastery tied them together very deeply in their spiritual practice and dedication and sacrifice and sami vivekananda was a great force and brahmananda was a great force there and great love and respect they carried for each other we know different stories of the lives of brahmananda sami sri ramakrishna sri ramakrishna gave the responsibility to vivekananda but you know vivekananda stayed for only few years and he also entrusted his all responsibility of the monastery to maharaj you are the uh, ramakrishna said that you have the capacity to run a kingdom so you are our head so i am nothing so he said that but he used to control everything in a sense not by controlling but by love but everyone used to go to him for asking suggestion so but that story you know uh, one sami uh, you can find that in the story of sami vigyanananda he said i am the culprit for this incident but 
it is Swami Brahmanand who got this scolding. There was one time that story came that the Belur Mot was uh, already established there, and one day Swami Vivekananda asked Swami Vigyanananda, he is the dis- uh, great engineer, so we need to uh, make the embankment uh, near so that everyone can take a bath. That is called Swami Ji's bathing ghat, the steps landing down, and uh, it is done. So that how much is the money? And Sami Bigyanan underestimated a little low, low estimate. So that Sami Ji will agree to start the work. <laughs> so uh, he said, how much money will be needed? And Bigyanan underestimated a low estimate. He said that it will be about three thousand will be okay. And then Sami Bigyanananda called Brahmananda Raja. He this, that patient uh, began Bigyanan only saying that. It is within three thousand. Uh, it can be done if you permit. Then that work can be started. So he, as a good man, he said, "Okay, Swami, it is good. Let us start then." And he didn't do anything. But anyhow, so as work went on and went on and on, and naturally the money was spent, and the work is not finished yet. <laughs> and then Swami Vivekananda then called and not Vigyanananda. He is the culprit, but he caught. Raja said, "You, you pull me into this job, and the money is gone. Where the money will come? And why do you trouble me like that?" And he got into uh, great scolding. And Maharaj didn't say anything, but very silently he went and went to his room. And and then Swami Swamiji thought that I didn't do a good job <laughs> to ask. Began on the patient. Hey, patient, go find what Raja is doing. So he went there. He saw that the door is shut and the louvers are all closed, and he is not responding. Then he came back and reported to Samiji. Then Samiji scolded him. I told him to see what he is doing. You are reporting that door is closed. Go and pull him. So again he knocked, and then he he when door was open, he found that Sami Brahmananda is sobbing, uh, putting his head on the pillow, and for no fault he got such a good scolding. So he was sobbing like that. Then then you know the beautiful story. Then by that time Maharaj came to Samiji. Samiji said, uh, "Brother." I am not fit to stay in this monastery <laughs> because you are, you are, you are Krishna Shaka, huh? the friend of Krishna, of Brindavan, and you dance and play with Krishna, and you are the spiritual son of Sri Ramakrishna, and he is to feed you with so much love and affection, with your butter and what do you call <laughs> candy and other things, and I have scolded you. So I am not fit to stay over here. And now, Maharaj said, "No, no, no! You should scold us <laughs> because you are like our elder brother, and elder brother is nothing but like father. And Sri Ramakrishna gave you the responsibility to look after us. So you have scolded. That is your job. You should have to do. So rather, I created this trouble by giving you a low estimate." 
he is accepting he is taking the load on himself maharaj is taking the load on himself and rather misguided you so i should not stay and he said i do should not stay and the maharaj says i do not I have to stay here and then they embraced each other and the thing happened ended in great joy so that is their deep love and their deep affection and it's all centered around sri ramakrishna and we find that this apparent uh, in action sometimes there is some difference of opinion but in the deep background of their life that was the unique characteristic of love another story with sami brahmananda because you had to thinking about his how the brother disciples other brother disciples used to work with him and talk with him and how he used to uh, behave with them there is a story very simple story simple story is that sami premananda premananda you know he is he is for love he feels the suffering of anyone and he will give everything whatever he has so his heart was full of love even he loved the young boys of calcutta university so that ashutosh mukherjee the vice chancellor of the university of calcutta university that time blamed premananda because there is who is that premananda he is all take uh, spoiling the most brilliant students of the university and they are becoming monk he is there to attract everyone with love and affection and making them renounce their life they could have been great scientists and great people of the society good uh, educated highly educated person that was premananda's bad reputation and he was for the uh, to help anyone in any distress any condition so one day a poor guy came and he used to look after the garden he used to take care of the garden and then managing the needs of the cooking cleaning everything in the monastery early days there are very few people and he gave away one pumpkin eh, which is grown in the uh, agricultural ground of belur mot and maras saw that and then he called baburam maras and said see baburam da baburam da he used to call brother elder brother baburam why he was age wise little older maybe that's why he is called baburam da he said baburam da i am the president <laughs> how can you give this pumpkin without asking me <laughs> see what type of one petty things <laughs> to our 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 mind it will be such just a uh, unbelievable thing such a petty thing one pumpkin which has no value in those days in even not uh, an a penny worth material that that much and a poor guy in the neighboring village and he he came and then he heard prevananda sami heard the difficult situation of his home so he gave that pumpkin one pumpkin okay go and at least eat something and maharaj called him and scolded and then as is as is natural we are human being no they are all brahmanganis just see how, how which level they are interacting with things we think that we are only bad people na we fight with each other no 
is a human being, but ours and theirs is difference. We remember this uh, fights and anger or frustration forever and not forget. And they are different people. They live in another realm. This happens in the relative level of management and things, but they forget the next moment. So when this, and then Swami Premananda, he got very much hot and he felt bad. So what, what he did, he was having one towel, light towel on his shoulder and he was working in the compound of the monastery and then immediately without looking back and forth, just he came down from Maharaj and started walking towards the gate going out. I will not stay in the monastery. I being the manager, I do my garden and I have grown this pumpkin and I gave one pumpkin to a poor guy and for that I have been scolded and I have done something wrong. So he felt so much hurt in the mind, wounded in the heart and then he went. And he went and almost he was, just came to the gate and suddenly he felt a pull. Someone is uh, pulling with the towel in the neck, pulling back. My child, where do you go? Where are you going? And then he had it is Sri Ramakrishna. So he turned back and then came to Maharaj and said, No, 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 it is yours. I have done wrong. <laughs> I have by giving this because really you are the president. I should consult you to do that. I didn't do that. And Maharaj says, ah, ha, ha, no, 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 don't mind. <laughs> it is just, I said that because your heart is so broad, you will give away everything. That's why I wanted to make it a... See, little things, but that is a great lesson. How they are above all the limited things, about petty things, but at the same time, how they behave in the world but they are not affected. Soon, momentarily, that affect, uh, they will be affected, but not ultimately. The story is there. Maharaj used to love fishing. No, He will not catch fish, but he will play with the fish and then release the fish. So, but Mahapurusha Maharaj, he is little elderly, and uh, Maharaj used to tell um, with respect because of his little age, so he used to, Mahapurusma said, you should not, you are the president of the order, <laughs> you should not go to fish in the pond and people will come and see that our president is sitting with a rod in hand to fish the, it does not look good. Then, then what he will do? He will not say anything. Like he say, naughty boy <laughs> being caught to do something. Then he said, he will send through his devotees, some of the disciples, early, much earlier, the fishing rod has been sent before. And all the, to catch fish, you need some, what you call, char, bait. <laughs> Those are already sent. And then he will watch when Mahapurush will be just little gone to room and he's going to sleep. In that moment, he will sneak out and then go and sit there. And again, Mahapurusha Maharaj will say, Dada, my brother, you should not do like that. You are the president. <laughs> but it is his fun, he will do. But you see the how a Brahmagyani par excellent, huh? being the president of the order, Sri Ramakrishna's divine spiritual son, 
his last like a child making a fun of going to fishing and as if he is doing something wrong so hiding hide and seek and then run away and sit whole day with a uh, with a towel in the head and reading and fishing and he will play and in the fish is caught then he will release release it just for fun is to do so you see that simplicity at the same time their love and respect relationship that is the beautiful and they will have tremendous uh, respect for each other we can find that one subodhananda swami khoka maharaj <laughs> he was sri ramakrishna's one of the disciple so one day he was ending towards his life subodhananda maharaj was a little uh, sick and he is going to soon leave his body and so his he, everyone is requesting no swami please keep your mind in the body so that we need you it is needed for our good etc but he said no i don't feel any more attraction for anything i'll i like to go back and one day he said that one morning in early morning i was seeing some dream that i have left this body and my mind has gone to another plane and there i find rakhal maharaj baburam maharaj jogin maharaj and others are in that higher plane we find that they are all in joyful mood in a different plane of existence and but i could not find sami vivekananda sami ji he said i could not find sami ji and as we went there maharaj baburam maharaj jogin maharaj they told me are you khoka come come sit 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 with us be with us here then i asked no first tell me where is sami ji then they said sami ji he is not here he is far far above in another plane he has merged with god and totally absorbed in that plane then i said i mean subodhananda let it be far far away but i am moving towards him and then i started walking our eyes started moving towards that higher realm and suddenly my dream break and there i felt that there is only bliss and and maharaj baburam maharaj jogin maharaj are living in a city of bliss and there and great 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 joy it was difficult for me to come back from that state so much suffering only that is in this world but there is joy and eternal joy so this may be a very simple imaginary thing to us but for sami shubodhananda that is an experience and you see the how they have respect 
even in the dream we find that what a respect what maharaj is carrying for norin or other brother disciples and for themselves so this is the different stories we find giving us different ideas about there are there are stories rakhal maharaj and akhandananda swami akhandananda swami oh had a orphanage you know that he started an orphanage in in a remote place in bengal it's called murshidabad and he loved this maybe such a brahmagyani par excellent brahmagyani he is living with eight or 10 orphan boys in the muslim boys orphan nobody to take care so he started taking care of them in the murshidabad area sargachi where is the center now and he will be more happy to be there but maharaj occasionally used to pester him come to belurmot come to belurmot and very rare he can pull him because who will look after these boys that was his point and then once he came and and after staying for only few days uh, akhandananda swami is saying uh, i will have to go back let me have the ticket the train train started train journey was there time so his ticket was purchased but by maharaj said no 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 stay stay for some more days then ramakrishna puja is coming or this uh, celebration of swami ji will be happen like that but he will say no 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 i'll have to go please 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 and then raja maharaj will make a plea and ask somebody to purchase a ticket return ticket and then but the day comes then maharaj will say why not cancel that and then that again it will be cancelled some way and then stay ultimately one day he had to go he said no i will not stay anymore so maharaj arranged for in those days there is palanquin was there or boat so two stories are there i said two stories one place palanquin another stay the boat that palanquin story is that uh, you go for the uh, from the belur mart to the place where you are is rail station so palanquin will carry you there and but he told the palanquin people who are carrying you take him and go round and bring him back <laughs> so he innocently entered into the palanquin and then and they are walking 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 and he he is thinking he is coming to the railway station again and then after a long time he is asking how far how far how far we'll miss the train we'll miss the train but anyhow no no we are almost come almost come all and then ultimately they dropped him in the same balloon mat courtyard <laughs> and maharaj was standing there and he mischievous smile <laughs> they exchanged each other and then he stayed further so see they loved each other in such a way eh? and for that they used to play this type this are this appears very child like simple child like play no but what is happening to which category of people they are all excellent brahmagyanis but see their normal behavior they love so much that they want to be close and to stay together and he will go back and but he will pull him back here so some uh 
Maharaj uh, used to let me find another story. Sometimes Maharaj used to get little grave. When he gets grave, then everyone will be uh, in difficulty. Because when he becomes little to withdrawn, and so some one day uh, there came a Maharaj went to uh, Benaras and he is not coming to Belurmat. And the president does not come in the Belurmat. President's presence is a big thing. But others have started gossiping, oh, something may have happened with Premananda and Maharaj, Babunam Maharaj and uh, Maharaj. So Maharaj is angry. That's why he is staying in uh, Benaras and not coming back. So he said, hearing that, he said, uh, let me then go to Benaras and say, is it so, Maharaj, that you are really angry with me and did I do any any offensive thing so you didn't like it, that's why you have come away, that is the people are talking about. So with that idea he came all through to Benaras to take him back. But before coming he said, you know, you boys, he, Premananda consulted Sarodananda Maharaj and decided that he will go to Benaras himself. And before that, he called the newly ordained brahmacharis and said, you know, you boys, you love me very much, but you have not seen Maharaj. Some of them are Newark. They say, you have not seen Maharaj. If you see once Maharaj, you will not love me anymore. <laughs> then the, the boys said, what are you talking, Maharaj? Then in reply he said, yes, I tell you the truth. He is the spiritual son of Sri Ramakrishna. Sri Ramakrishna used to see Gopala, baby Gopala, working in the body of Maharaj. And that he will be in attraction, his attraction is such, he will not be able to forget that. Then, actually, Baburam Maharaj then went to Benaras, and then he approached Maharaj. Maharaj said, "No, no, no. Who says that?" But then Swami, you will have to come back to Belurmat. Then he went anyhow, but he went to Allahabad, and then from there he came back to Belurmat. And as he reached the Belurmat, then Premananda Swami, Baburam Maharaj, writing a letter to uh, probably Abhedananda or somebody, that you know Maharaj have come here. And you see the mart, the monastery is full of people. Crowd are visiting Maharaj. There is no space in the, in the ground or in the second floor. As if every day there is a good festivity, festive days are going on. Sri Ramakrishna's presence gave that joy and Maharaj's presence is to give that joy. One, one, one incident is said that one time Maharaj went to Devbhog to Nag Mahasaya's home, seeing the Nag Mahasaya's place. You know, Nag Mahasaya was Ramakrishna's disciple. He's a unique disciple. 
he has such devotion that it is uh, Swami Vivekananda used to say that because of Nagmasaya, the whole of eastern part of India is totally will be liberated by his spirituality. But when he went there, Maharaj and Premananda both, then with the beating of the drums in Dhaka and Narayan Ganj, many people accompanied them. And reaching there, Swami Premananda becomes so absorbed in spiritual mood that he took out his uh, shirt and just rolling into the ground of that holy land where Ram uh, Nag Mahasaya is born. And then they started dancing and singing and chanting the name of the Lord. And, and Maharaj was just sitting in one place and he was talking that Nag Mahasaya was the embodiment of pure love, unconditional devotion. He was the embodiment of that. And, and that mood, at that point, Brimananda Swami become very spiritually intoxicated. And in a half-muttered word, he said, Maharaj, Swami Brahmananda, Maharaj, please bless them. And saying so, he pulled him into the place of that place where singing and dancing was going on in the name of God. And there, the music was going on. Oh, my mind, get absorbed into the lake, in the ocean of the joy of God. And then they were singing Hari, the name of the Hari, the Lord. And when this song was going on, Maharaj then stood up and giving a loud voice. He also got intoxicated and he started dancing and singing amongst them, amongst the singers. And gradually Maharaj went into Bhava Samadhi. In that Samadhi of absorption, totally merged into it. Seeing this unique state of Maharaj, all hold him. His both hands were fixed and the body became like that of a dead body. What a unique vision and everyone's heart was filled with a spiritual wave of joy. And they all looked at Maharaj, the unique divine state with their unblinking eyes and their heart filled with love of God. It took long time for Maharaj to come back to this state. So this is the point. You see how this Maharaj, Babudam Maharaj is himself a person of total intoxication in love, but he wanted to bless. He can bless. Babudam Maharaj has his own capacity to bless this congregation. But he went to Maharaj, that deep respect and love, and they saw Ram Maharaj something special than them. And that he brought him inside the congregational group, and there everyone got the touch of the divine bliss, what Maharaj himself was absorbed into it.
they find the Shoshi Maharaj. Shoshi Maharaj, uh, Swami Ramakrishna Ananda. Uh, Maharaj visited the South India and different places of pilgrimage and then he created a home room where Maharaj will stay in the, in the Madras mod. And all arrangements were going on and say, and that time he called the inmates, all the, of the monastery, that Swami Brahmananda is the son, spiritual son. Please remember this. When you all will go to visit Maharaj, you will only get a glimpse of what Maharaj was like. The ego of Swami Brahmananda has been totally obliterated. Whatever he says, whatever he does, that is the inspiration of Ishwara or Sri Ramakrishna. We know and we, we, we respect him. We devote, we, we love him as the Sri Ramakrishna spiritual son. He, Ramakrishna is to see him as his own son. He used to lie down in Sri Ramakrishna's room, sometimes within the same mosquito curtain. Seeing the tattered cloth, if sometimes Rakhal used to wear, he used to cry. Ramakrishna used to cry. Oh, there is nobody to give a fresh cloth to Rakhal. If anyone used to bring fruits and sweets or other eatable items, he used to tell them all, Oh, keep all those things for my Rakhal. I eat through his mouth. Therefore, if you feed him, then it will be as good as feeding me. Quote ends. This is all Swami Premananda. He gave this instruction to the devotees of the center in, in the Madras Mod. Sri Ramakrishna, uh, one story, another five minutes. That Sri Ram, among the intimate dis disciples of Sri Ramakrishna, there was a great loving relationship. Uh, but some stories also happen which really uh, breaks the cord, as it were. So Maharaj, when he was staying in Madras, uh, Vivekananda's inspired talks was print, uh, published, and to make to for his publicity and sell, Maharaj expressed great enthusiasm. He advised that uh, for to write, a, send a book to Hindu national paper so that they can critique it and that will go to the Brahmai for their assessment. Ramakrishna Nandaji forcefully said that these two papers they, it should simultaneously, they should come up together. Maharaj said it should come one by one. This type of discussion was going on. Suddenly Maharaj became very silent. And then he said, 
That's that's true. You are the head of this center. You are to look. You are the person to look after all these things. Why I am putting my thought into it? It is my mistake. And Ramakrishna Nandaji, hearing this, he was so upset that Maharaj has become totally indifferent, and he instantly can come to know that Maharaj has decided to go back to Puri Jagannath. And when he heard this, he said that he could not tolerate it anymore. He means the Ramakrishna Nanda. Ramakrishna Nanda is the abbot of the Madras Mott. And Maharaj's opinion was that it should go one first and the second. But he thought it should be simultaneously published. So see, little thing as it were. But as soon as he heard it, say Maharaj withdrew. And see how they understand that what will be the ultimate good, what Maharaj thinks that will be the ultimate good. So there, but he is saying no to that. That's why Maharaj withdrew. And because he didn't say anything, he privately said, oh, you are the head of the center, so you should, you should decide what is good. Why I am putting my head into these affairs? And then see the reaction. That's a bit beautiful word. And Maharaj decided to go back to Puri, another center, from Madras to Jagannath Puri place. And Ramakrishna Nanda could not bear it. Then, in the early morning, he went to Maharaj and saluted him, and with utmost urge, bending his head, he said, Maharaj, why are you depriving me from your grace. If you don't bless me, then who will bless? There is nothing more valuable in my life than your grace. You know, Maharaj, you can, you can create thousands of Ramakrishnananda just now. Will you not excuse me? Then Maharaj become very uh, quiet and his face beamed with joy and Sushi Maharaj also felt great solace. See the relationship, love, respect and then both of them embraced each other and they're all the sufferings of Sushi Maharaj was released. So, and also Maharaj also told an appreciation of Ramakrishnananda. I was with Sosi, means Ramakrishnananda. What a happy days I spent. Who can absorb the ideas of Sri Ramakrishna like Sosi did? For my trip to South India, he spent such a huge amount of money out of his bounty of love. So I was such happy, I was in such happy mood when I was in Madras. So, you see, the, the relationship, inner relationship is all centered to Sri Ramakrishna. And outside, sometimes in the work level. But see, we all find, if we go through individually all the direct disciples of Sri Ramakrishna, we find that they are wonderfully dedicated to 
this brotherhood and Maharaj as a great guide can rule this Belur Mat, rule this Belur Mat with love, with his presence, with his spirituality. And it was a great question when Swami Vivekananda passed away in the Indian newspaper, critics of Belur Mat came like that. This Ramakrishna order will now get dwindled into dust because Swami Vivekananda is gone. Who will hold this spiritual tradition anymore? But it is the uniqueness of Maharaj who actually, after passing away, Swamiji maintained this order with high spiritual tradition and kept them in bond and tie of love. That is Ramakrishna order and thus we are a part of it. So, uh, if we take anything that at the ultimate word is that Ramakrishna used to say that see Ramakrishna say, Ramakrishna said one time that I will have to be born again one time more. And then he said but then everyone will have to come. So Holy Mother said I am not going to come again. <laughs> then Ramakrishna used a very beautiful word. You know there is a one type of spinach which grows in the, in the uh, ponds. You pull one and the whole bunch comes out. <laughs> so it's called kolmi. Kolmi spinach, that is the kolmi shak. So he said, you will have to come when you are in the, that, that bond of kolmi. So he says, this Sri Ramakrishna's, all the children are unique. But special is Swami Brahmananda. And there, Swamiji once said, Swamiji once said that all the direct disciples, all the disciples, all the children of Ramakrishna, they are all unique and original. If one is not original, he is not a child of Ramakrishna. It is on this Latu Maharaj's uh, words. That can be found that this is Swami Brahmananda's uniqueness. He is a unique person. There is no parallel of him. Those who have the opportunity to come close to them, they have understood better. As if in Maharaj, somebody told those who came to Maharaj very close, they said, in Maharaj, there is no deep force of rules to bind them. And he has no end of his spiritual moods. He is unique. He is very special. And that his life have given tremendous spiritual impact into the Ramakrishna order. Thank you. You've been listening to the Voice of Vedanta podcast from the Vedanta Society of Southern California. Thanks for listening.